We may never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 87, the show that has conflicting feelings about things. That will make sense in a little while. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. My name is Jin, the one that will be 39 years old as of the day of this release. Woo! Mm-hmm. It's not my birthday yet, but by the time you guys listen to it, it will be my birthday. And today, I am joined by someone that is just so, f- just the freaking best, has already got me a birthday present, and they're right here. <laughs> it's Allie! Did your wife wrap it for you? She did! Or did you... <laughs> God, I love your wife. <laughs> Wait, is that is that both of them in there? I'm assuming it's both of them in there. Both of them. Okay, I love her. It's, it's wrapping like it's wrapping paper. It's birthday wrapping paper too, and everything. Yeah, well, I mean, as someone with a December birthday, you gotta wrap their birthday present in birthday wrapping paper. That's to make true. Them, That's true. You know, as they said, you gotta keep them separated. Even if you are my 91, well, soon to be 91 year old grandmother, whose birthday is Christmas. So, wow. Yeah. So it's difficult to keep that separated, but you still, still yeah. try. We still try. Yeah. So, Allie, what have you been up to, huh? Has has been in the last, I don't, I don't even know. It's been what, two weeks, I guess. Two weeks. It's been two, oh, two weeks. We did that. That's right. Patreon episodes. For, for regular episodes, it's been three weeks. But uh, I, I just want to point out. That between myself, my husband, Jin and his wife, he's a young ass punk over here. Just, I'm just pointing <laughs> it out. It's true. <laughs> I mean, not by much, but not by you know, much. Still, <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. No, um, what I've been up to. So my guild has beat Farrakh on normal, Yay. which is great. Yay! And we're actually at the point now that we can clear. Well. We'll see how they do now that I'm gone because I'm missing half the raid to record this. But uh, <laughs> we so we re, we raid Wednesdays and Thursdays for three hours and we take like a break halfway in between. And before break, we got our first pull of Brock in. So we cleared all of normal up to Frock in an hour and a half, which was awesome. So I'm pretty damn proud of our raid. And Holy Priest, I think Blizz realized that they hit us a little too hard with the nerf. And so on Tuesday, they gave us just a 4% increase across the board and then improved our tier just, just, a, just a little bit, just, just a little bit, a little bit of our DPS for like Mythic Plus, just, just a little bit. But uh, that 4% like healing tonight definitely felt that. So I'm glad um, that feels a lot better. So thank you, Blizzard. And um, now I just need to pick out a holiday transmog because tis the season. All right, then. Well, holiday transmog. That sounds good. Nice. To do it's the, important. It, is it? Okay. Yeah. You, you do it the, is. Do you do, do the Santa hat and all that? I do. Okay. Some some kind of one. Yeah. They're, they're, they're actually, they're not too bad on the organ. They're not too bad. No? So, no? Yeah. Nice and yeah. floppy. Kind of like, da, da, da. Yeah, looking pretty good. I wish it flopped more. Those are very static hats. No, static like, just like, yeah, just like there. Mm. Right. That's the the floppy is more fun. Like it, it, it'd be nice if it flopped around a bit. Yeah, that would be nice. Little, little, little floppiness. I see that face. A little wobble to a I realized <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> As I was saying it, my brain was like, what are you doing with your life right now? Um, so, yeah, that's about it for me. We really just trying to get through work and whatnots and got all of our Christmas stuff up. And uh, yeah. How about you, buddy? Well, let's just say the past two-ish, three-ish weeks, however many long, it's been a, been a roller coaster of events. Uh, yeah, it's been nuts. Uh, so my raid team also took down normal Farak, and then Yay, that's gonna Timberman. yeah, go, go guys, go. Uh, I wasn't there. No, I was I was busy. Uh, yes, and then I was on this work trip, and I was like da 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 working, 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 and then uh, early Monday morning or not Monday, early Wednesday morning, uh, I got a call saying that my mother had passed away. 
that's a, all sorts of feelings that I are weird and I don't like. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's it's a, it's weird. I, I don't even know how to. It's, it feels weird, man. It just that's the best way that I can describe it. Like weird as shit. Because um, if you're a long time listener to me, you know that me and my mother did not exactly have the best relationship. Um, but it's shit. It's 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 weird. It's really it's weird. It's, it's, that's the best I can yeah. describe it. I think um, it's understandable. Yeah. So so there's that. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be doing the funeral probably after the New Year's and everything like that, so that all the family from all around can could travel because some of them are even out of the country. So it's it takes a while to to do all that. But anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and um go you know, do the do the, continue this on with some good news. Uh, yeah, that's going to be my birthday, as we already said. Um, so yeah, I'm happy a, birthday I'm a, to you. And since it's going to, it's since we're kind of time travelers, I'm going to open these presents in a second. It's going to be awesome. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Oh, by the way, I finished a marathon too. Go me. Oh, and that, that, that too. Like, it's just, it's just oh yeah. Oh yeah, marathon. you know, just uh, <laughs> the Sunday following that news that, that I got, I was like, well, I guess I'm still running a marathon. It's... But yeah, I did. It was it was good. It was a uh, also a little cathartic experience if you think. I don't know in a in a weird sort of way because you're out there for Makes a sense. long time. But yeah, I don't know. It was it was good. But now I want to know what's in this freaking package. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, moving moving past I'm, that. I'm worried. I'm worried that he has it already. Okay, well we're gonna find out together, everyone. So we're here gonna we go. find out. We'll find out. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, it's my birthday party, everyone, at least on Live, Laugh, Floor. Live, Laugh, Floor birthday party, woo! Okay, obviously, this is a t-shirt. Um, I'm, I'm not to you, dear listeners, you can't really hear it. This doesn't make a lot of noise. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it does not. However, <laughs> I do not own this. this oh, is, God! This is fantastic. <laughs> So yeah, I am a giant uh, Avatar of the Last Airbender nerd, and this is also printed in my favorite color, purple. <laughs> so I know you. Yeah, <laughs> and it says there is no war in Bossing Say because Julie, or not Julie, that's that's Cora, but Judy, <laughs> <laughs> Judy in uh, season two in the you know Bossing Say, there is no war in the Bossing Say, says the Dai Li. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is amazing. Okay, birthday present number two. Also, uh, as as I'm doing this, I was like, man, I'm gonna have to be on my game for your birthday so that we can do the same thing because this is awesome as shit. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to I, you need to make sure that you experience this because this is this is fun as hell. <laughs> All right, this is it's fun to actually get to see you open it for once. It's, so it's trapped in here. Hey, shit, what is this? Oh, what? It's like a rock. <laughs> Like yep. Happy birthday. <laughs> Suck on this. <laughs> I kind of wish I'd done that now. <laughs> Looks still sticking out or ran around it. Oh, we got more freaking freaking avatar stuff. This is amazing. Yeah, this is actually this. Honestly, this was one of my tattoo ideas that I was thinking about doing was was one of these quotes. So it is, it is a quote in uh, resin, I would say, some clear resin, so make a nice little beep, little stand. And it says, if you look for the light, you can often find it. But if you look for the dark, that is all you will ever see. That is Uncle Iroh. That is specifically from the Korra series. Yeah, very good. Very good. Gotta, gotta love Uncle Iroh. But anyway, thank you so freaking much, Ali. These are amazing. You're welcome. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. My birthday is going to be awesome because you know what I'm doing for my birthday? Nothing. No, me and my wife are going to Disneyland, just the two of us. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. I'm just going to be awesome. like, hey, my brother-in-law had a freaking kick-ass time doing, doing Disney at his birthday. I'm doing it too. And this time, instead of it being Halloween time, it's Christmas time. And I ain't never been to Disneyland. How fun. At Christmas time. So this, yeah. that's going to be funny shit. So yeah, I'm super awesome. excited. I'm going to see pictures. There will be pictures. There'll be lots of pictures. Because <laughs> it'll be Christmas time. They actually like make, did you know they actually make it snow at night in Southern California with a snow blowing machine there? Oh, did they? I didn't know that. 
Yeah, they're like, here, here, I know you people up in Colorado are missing your snow right now, so here's some snow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're supposed to get some in a couple days. It's fine. <laughs> All right, well, uh, speaking of getting some in a couple days. Oh. <laughs> Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, Allie, what uh, glorious concoction are, are we uh, partaking upon today? <laughs> It is hot cocoa. So did you booze it up or no? Because I did not. I, I I did booze it up. I was I was being. It's got lazy. some nice peppermint schnapps in little there. Peppies, little peppy schnapps. Got little marshmallows that are mostly melted now. Mine have officially melted. However, the reason why it's melted, would you like to know why? Is because is because speaking of presents, I'm using one of the great freaking friends troubler that Allie also got us. But this is taking a Christmas <laughs> present. Miss Jin has one very similar. And so you're like, oh, my my cocoa stuff, my tappins, the whipped cream that you saw in the beautiful uh, picture on Twitter uh, and all the, the marshmallows, they have disappeared because it's hot as shit in there. Like it's still <laughs> this thing. Works well, that's very the good. whole thing of a tumbler. A good tumbler keeps things warm or hot. Or it's, it's working. It's working. And it's it's working a little too well because, you know, it's, it's hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps burning my mouth on it. So if I ever say something like, ah, shit, during this recording, <laughs> you'll know why. Right. All right. Well, um, hey, Allie, since everyone knows we love hot cocoa and we don't need to tell them if we're going to make it again, because, yeah, I'm going to make it multiple times this month. Yeah. So. We've we've done that for this show before. Yeah. A couple times at least. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely do it again. So, uh, so yeah, you could do, hey, do the thing. <laughs> I sure can. Yeah, I sure can. I want to. I want to hey. see if you're expecting this. This would be funny. I, you know, I'm. I'm trying to <laughs> not read ahead to these, so it's a little more of that like live factor, right? Like live reaction kind of thing. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's, that's, right. that's, that's yeah. was the birthday present thing. That was that was fun. Yeah. Thank you for that, Derek. Seriously. <laughs> you're welcome. Hey there, listeners. Do you like pod? Oh, nice. Do you like podcasts <laughs> that record on a weekly schedule? Do you look forward to Tuesdays, but forget it's our off week? Well, good news. There are no off Tuesdays anymore. Well, starting in 2024. <laughs> There's a couple more. <laughs> There's a couple more. There's at least one or two. <laughs> but starting in January, everyone, we are going to go weekly. Woo. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. I'll That's your it. present, everyone. We're going weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you like it. We got you more podcasts. I know you already <laughs> had one. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's like a, it's like a uh, Reese's cup. You, you always want more Reese's. They're amazing. Yeah, it's true. Especially the tree-shaped ones. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's good the tree stuff, man. Ones. Oh, yeah. Speaking of tree shape. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? Oh, you haven't seen that TikTok? Don't is, put this is, up. Don't put this in places where they don't belong. Don't put this place. Is Bobby tree shaped? I'm so confused. It's a TikTok where it's the little tree ornaments, right? Just imagine okay. what a tree ornament looks like. Imagine the shape. Okay. Don't put it where yes. it doesn't belong. True. I imagine that would be a bad idea, everyone. Bad idea. Don't do it. The doctor's orders. It was a doctor that actually made that uh, TikTok video. ER doctor specifically. (laughs) Don't do that. Which means people have done that. Yeah. (laughs) Somehow this doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, living, laughing and loving and these conditions, the conditions are going to get better soon. They're looking nice because as of this record, if we had recorded on the day we were supposed to, it would have been 26. Now it's 25 days. And if you're listening to it the day it released, it is 19 days until Bobby yeah. is gone. Well, I mean, he's just doesn't not the CEO, of, you know, Activision, and all that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone. He's gonna be gone. Yep. Yay. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Any any thoughts before we move on? Because I'm just like I'm just excited. No, let's just let's just move on. It's just it's just good times all around. All right, goodbye, Bobby. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you what you talking about? Well, last episode, we left you off on a cliffhanger because the quest left us off on a cliffhanger and we hadn't played through the new stuff yet because we record on Tuesdays when the stuff comes out. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to pick up that story from where we left off. And no, we will not be covering 
the friggin' end raid cinematic today because it ain't live in LFR by the time we're recording it, blah, blah, blah. It, you know, we just want to make sure everyone, ha everyone has every opportunity to do that before we spoil everything for you. No, it's already been spoiled for me and I haven't killed it on normal. Because, <laughs> of course, I watched the YouTube video. <laughs> oh, see, when you spoil it for yourself, that's a different story. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, no, I want to know. know what it is. Because sometimes when you're when you're listening to a podcast, especially jackasses like us that yak on for a long time in the beginning and you don't know what they're talking about, just wanted to <laughs> let you know we're not spoiling anything. We're discussing the quest line that you've already done. So if you haven't finished the quest line, you can hit pause, take another 20 minutes, finish up, come on back. Doesn't take that long. But okay, a little longer than 20 minutes if you if you read the quest decks like we do. And like take notes as you go along and it's, it's a little bit longer. Yeah, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. But anyway. Let's see what is going on. Well, where we kind of left off is we were helping out uh, Viranoth and her crew, the Claws of Viranoth, hunt down and stop one of her former allies that turned to Phyraxite. Well, <laughs> we managed to take them out and let's see where that left us. Okay, so... Let's jump right back into it. Okay, we get you. We log in. It's, it's Tuesday again, and then we got a little no. We got another little sign. It's time to get going. I uh, got another storyline quest. Okay, we make our way back over the Elmetree Group with a nice shield quest marker. Like we said, yay! You know, quest marker, and indeed it is because uh, the Eye of Ysera that Anne Stickney promised us. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, it was under attack. It's under attack. It was a particularly nasty Jaredin named Garlock Wing Slicer. That's gotta be, that doesn't sound good if you're a dragon. Nope. Wing Slicer. Yeah, that's not good. No. That was an ally of Igira the Cruel. That's uh, a raid boss. Uh, <laughs> I just killed a Tay. It's fine. It's gone, guys. It's okay. Yeah, we, get, we got her. We got her. Uh, we'll see Igira again in the raid, but, you know, for now. Uh, well, we're gonna deal, we're gonna, we gotta deal with Lieutenant Gar Galak. Is it Gar Yeah, G G Galak? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, to. sure. That sounds like a weird noise. Galak. <laughs> sounds like a weird... You sound like a weird noise. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, you know, we do all that, and then we deal with Lieutenant Galak, and it's actually a really funny ending little bit. So let's... This is kind of the end of the first little bit of the quest. Let's take a listen. Holy beasts! We have won. Not while I yet live. We will suffer your evil no longer. The Jonathan will be your doom. We are constant as a people. <laughs> I love that thing. So it's pretty funny little quest line. There's not much to it in terms of story. You basically set a trap. Oh, you set a trap. That's pretty much what happens. You spring the trap and then you beat up a bunch of Jardin. And then uh, is all, pow, pow. I like when she comes in with the flying dragon kick. Pow, pow. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> so she does that first. And then, you know, as you heard him say, oh, no, I'm... Not so long as I still breathe, you didn't win. Ha ha ha. And she's like, okay. And she blasts, <laughs> blasts him off the freaking uh, drake and he goes falling. That was the, ah, as he dies. So good good job, Marithra. So anyway, the obvious happened. And we did some quests for the green dragon flight. Uh, well, like I said, we set up the trap. We did a good job, us. Woo! Uh, we totally win. Now, the bit that we would talk about, this, this is the fun thing that I want to talk about, this whole communing with the eye of Ysera was doing, right? So that's what Ysera was trying to do. She's trying to commune with the eye. And uh, this is what was kind of going on with this whole thing. Mudrasil is still at risk. Igira and Farak. We will deal with them in time, Marithra. For now, we must meditate and consider our next course of action. And to do that, we must deepen your bond with the dream. You must take my place and commune with the Eye. Mother, the Eye has always been yours. I cannot... You can. I believed the Eye rejected me because of my fall. But 
I know now it was not my fall, but your rise. Take what time you need, Marithra. We will be waiting once you have meditated on the eye. Yes, we will follow your lead when you are ready, Marithra. Thank you. All of you. I need time with the eye, but we will regroup soon at Amir Drasil. Okay. Allie, I have questions. Yeah, because I'm hoping you got some answers. And the answers, it might be, we're just going to speculate the hell out of it. So what it, What exactly does a tuning with the eye of Ysera do? I don't know. Do you have any, any, anything? She gets some hot cocoa and gets all cozy with it. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I'm guessing that the tuning to it allows her to be able to get familiar with it and how it works and get to the point where she can move it around to where it needs to be. Yeah. Cause that was, that was the kind of, cause I'm remembering the interview that, you know, they did on the, the wow cast or whatever, where Ann Stiggy was talking about 10.2 and how they were going to, we were going to be traveling to the eye of Sarah. And one of the things is you can move the eye around, right? Wherever it's needed. Kind of like for Dalaran, I guess. <laughs> So it's it's interesting where it's like, okay, you have this landmass or whatever, this thing where you can move it around. Is that all it really is that is that it? Because it's also seems to be interesting because remember, it also talked about that one dragon that like fly away to was trying to go see what is beyond the Emerald Dream in the realms of life or whatever, because, you know, that one book that we went over. It also was talking about every single time they got too far or they couldn't go any further and they, you know, the, the, the slumber took them over. They'd always end back up at the eye. So what is that like somehow the center of the dream in a way, even though it can be moved around wherever it's needed? Maybe just like the central hub, maybe center of the, the power of it. Yeah, I don't know. We didn't, I didn't get a lot from like what exactly this eye is. Right? It's, it's interesting. Yeah, I was hoping to learn more honestly about it and see it play out more. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that was the whole thing. Like, when we were dealing with the Jared and all that, Ysera was pretty much spending her entire time going like, I'm going to attune to the eye again. She couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. And then, yeah, as, you know, Ysera said, it's like, yeah, it wasn't your, or it wasn't my me dying that made, made me not be able to attune to it. It's because we made you aspect. So somehow it's tied to the aspect. So maybe that's like what makes, I don't know, that's like the perk of being, you know, quote unquote, the dreamer. I don't know. You get a you friggin' mobile base in a this forest place <laughs> in the dream. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a mobile base would be useful, right? You know what else would be useful? <laughs> what having some alone in this patch so far? Have you like we're not going to talk about it now? I'm so going to be really careful when I say this. Have you done the quest that happens? Oh, you probably haven't. The quest that happens after? Nope. You no, I have kill frog. Okay, <laughs> then I'm not going to say. Anything. All right. Well, I'm just saying. That'll be a future discussion. Yeah, probably next episode. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. Come on now. Let's get let's get some. I agree. Uh, I would have liked some maloon in that section there. Let's get some maloon up in here. Let's get some maloon. Sounds to me like I might get some maloon though. That's what I'm saying. At least. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's yeah. okay. I will, I will. I will tell you what my uh, either joy or disappointment is when we discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so we got a mobile base uh, for friggin' uh, Marithra. Yay. Uh, so, now that she's obviously taken up the mantle of the Dreamer, uh, she's she's the Aspect. Do we think that she's got more information, right? More information about the Emerald Dream because she's able to attune to this eye. I don't know, maybe it's like the Eye of Sauron. She can see shit now, right? So she's like she's scanning for stuff because it's the eye, right? I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> now we know what Jin would do if he was the dreamer. Uh, I don't know. I just, um, maybe. Have a set up a tower, like a lidless eye, and look around. Like, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, seems like the Titans, or the Keepers, may have told you Sarah something that she is wasn't exactly willing to share. Do you think Marithra is going to spill some beans? Because that's kind of seems to be a... A little bit of a trend so far um, is sometimes they, you know, like, for example, Nazdormu is like, the infinites are kind of right. Maybe Marithra is going to be like, hey, just so you guys know, it ain't a backup copy. This is there's a whole lot more going on with this Emerald Dream. Thought I'd let you know. Maybe by the end, I feel like 
now through Marithra would be a good like story uh, mechanic to kind of give us some more information and explain the dream better. Yeah, because obviously we're going to get some more dreamy goodness in 1025, which is already on the PTR. Uh, I have not played, and they don't stick any of the, the, the really like story questline stuff on the PTR anymore, which is... For Gilneas! Okay, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not take it easy! That's true. I'm just, if friggin' <laughs> dwarves were getting some cool shit, I wouldn't take it easy. Like You would never hear the end of it, so... Rejoice, enjoy the fact that you get to take Gilneas back. That's awesome. I'll help. Yep. Because I'm a dwarf. Oh, thanks! I'll just be like, ah! Get in there. Hey, I hope the gnome. I hope the gnomes, and I. I hope the gnomes get actual Nomergon back, because that'd be cool as shit. Because I was there in Cataclysm with Operation Nomergon. Yep, I remember that. And we we never really took it back. I feel I feel bad for those damn <laughs> gnomes. Really? Feel bad That's for the gnomes. Yeah, I'm like, sorry guys. <laughs> I still they still left it a dungeon. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. They even kind of put like a hidden secret boss in there in Legion. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which was not that easy at first. No. No, it was it was it was challenging. All right. So does Marithra know what lies beyond the dream now that she is communed with the eye of Ysera where dragons have tried to go beyond the dream would return to? Hmm? Hmm? She know more? She says, yeah, maybe she could see beyond. Maybe she could see beyond the dream with this new eye of Ysera. Hmm? Anything? Maybe, but I also kind of wonder if she attuned and then got back to work because it's not like she had time to willy-nilly chill with the eye when Farrakh is threatening the tree, which sure, is kind of sure, important, sure, sure. Maybe, you know, so. Maybe in 10.25, she'll be like, hey, everybody, just remember when I attuned the eye? It's a whole lot more than we just, you know, your mobile command center in the Emerald Dream. <laughs> I got more time with it. I learned things, guys. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that's kind of why I figured they would, they threw this bit in here, is, well, at least fingers crossed. And I'm hoping in 10.25, because I got to tell you, when I was talking to Anne Stickney at friggin' BlizzCon, which was amazing, by the way. Um, she's so much fun to geek out about lore over. Just super excited. Super fun. Uh, anyway, she was talking about it. He's like, oh, my God, we are not done with this story in Dragonflight. So not done. And I'm like, what is going on? Obviously, you're super excited because you get Gildanus back. But I'm like, get some more good Emerald Dreaminess. They've, they've hinted that there's like other things coming, things we don't know yet, like some big things. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited because, I mean, we get this little, like, hey, Marithra's going to attune to the eye, right? Things happened at the end of the raid. Oh, no, I don't know. Something's, <laughs> something's happened. <laughs> Ten to five. <laughs> well, I don't know. Something's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is freaking craziness is what's happening. It's, it's nuts. I'm excited, though. That's super cool. Uh, anyway, anyway, th those are my questions. Unless you already, did, did you have any observations at this point that you'd like to bring up, Allie? Because I was scratching my head going, this is interesting. Hmm. What is this? It was interesting, but like I said earlier, I, I wanted more. I want more information. I want the nitty gritty, meaty details. Like with gristle and, and everything. Yeah, just give me all of it. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, I don't know. It just, and you probably feel the same way. Like, we're in the dream, and I feel like there's just so much to learn. And it's just not quite, I mean, it's been good. It's been interesting. And, it, you know, it, the, the interesting and the information is, like, slowly ramping up. Like, there's, I just, I feel like there's more, and I want to know more, and I want it now. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, especially because it's, like, um... What we got going on here with the dream and everything like that. What it feels like, and what I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping what's going to happen is, oh, Farak's attacking. We have to deal with that right now. So that's what we're going to focus on. Farak's attacking. We're going to deal with kind that. Kind of important. Now that we know that Farak has dealt with it. Spoiler, Farak's dealt with it at the end. It's not really a spoiler. <laughs> it's not really a spoiler. After we deal with the threat of Farak, I don't know. Is he dead? Is he not? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Literally, Maybe I he gets yet. away. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, after we deal with the threat of Farak in the, in the raid, we're just like, maybe we finally turn around and go, guys, did you know we're in the Emerald Dream? Let's go find a loon. <laughs> <laughs> so, She's got to be here somewhere. Let <laughs> me <laughs> walk around and some, you know, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play Marco Polo with a loon. That'd be amazing. I don't know. I feel like I'd be shouting Marco for a long time. 
I mean, probably. Probably, yeah. It'd be really funny if you hear this like very ominous deity voice. Hello. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'd if I'd scream, pee my pants, or die of laughter. <laughs> Especially if it's just like that. Polo. <laughs> well, I mean, that'd be even funnier if it was like get, 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 polo. <laughs> I'd just be like WTF. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, that'd be that would be very interesting. Like, uh, I kind of did not. Yeah, like, have you ever, you remember that old movie? Uh, you may not have remembered this, but there was a movie with um, Hulk Hogan in it where he was like, uh, I don't know, he was like a space superhero. It was very weird. <laughs> I do not know this movie. Then, I would remember it if I did. And then, and then these bounty space hunters that never hero. talked, these big old huge guys that never talked, and then they showed up, and when they when they said something, they're like, Come with us, Ramsey. Yeah, we're in feature. He's like, that's why you guys never talk. <laughs> maybe that's why we never hear the voice of a loon. She always talks through Taronda. Because maybe she's like, maybe. Hey, everybody, it's me, loon. Well, come on now, let's go. <laughs> I know, I was thinking about it, though, in all seriousness. I feel like if a loon wanted to be seen, she would have shown up. Probably. Already. Maybe she's like, good at I She's not scared of a rock. Psh, whatever. But I don't know. Like, I feel like she could have helped save the tree. Unless she's just like, oh, they got it. Whatever. Yeah, it's, but that's, I feel, that's boring game uh, mechanics. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like if she wanted to be seen and be known, she would have made herself known. Though, if we experience her in this patch, I don't know. Maybe Sarah is going to go find her. Maybe Maritha is going to call her out i don't maybe tron and her will have a chat i don't i don't know maybe the winter queen will be like what's up sis long time no see how you been uh been pretty good yeah trout's all taken care of appreciate it it's uh it's real nice got lots of anima now uh, things are fixed uh cool 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 pelagos is doing a pretty good job all right he's uh, you know you know he's uh, he's sorting them souls and that anima our way uh really appreciate that uh, so yeah, maybe maybe that's what's going on, and uh, and Ellen's gonna be like, yep, yep, uh, things are still alive over here, as you can see, uh, lots of lots of life. Uh, appreciate that, um, and we'll keep sending it your way as uh, as needed, and uh, we'll you keep sending us your uh, dead wild gods so we can make them alive again. We appreciate that. Uh, as you can see, Scenarius over here, who is still mute because we haven't got his uh, voice lines uh, plugged in yet. That's why he can't <laughs> go back to Azeroth yet. He's still vocal cords, something wrong there. Uh, as soon as we get that fixed, he'll go right on back to Azeroth. It'll be it'll be a good old time. Good good old time. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that maybe that's what's gonna happen. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> I had a point to make and it totally escaped my brain. That happens. It does. It does. It does. If it comes back, I'll let you know. All right. Well, let me know. Let me know. All right. Well, after that little quest line, we meet up with Barithra after she has successfully communed with the eye and confirms both a good thing and a bad thing. A beard or soul is blooming. Woo! Beard or soul is blooming. Okay, that's good news, right? Right, right? Well, a little bit of an issue. Barak is wanting to get into that Wellspring Temple, and well, let's just, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let them explain. The bloom begins. A beard draws power from the Wellspring. It is weakening the barrier. The rock will break through before the bloom is complete. We have not the strength to face Ferrock alone. And our allies are unable to enter the dream. Something blocks their path. We cannot wait for reinforcements. Ferrock must be stopped, no matter the cost. No matter the cost. <laughs> <laughs> well... Just like old Merther said, by drawing power from the temple, Barak's worthless druids of the flame may actually get into the temple because they're like, hamana, 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 right? Doing their hominus dominus. Mm -hmm. We kind of talked about that. One of them got, you know, burnt to a crisp by old Farak last, <laughs> last episode. Yep. And the other one started casting much harder after that. Yeah. Before he did his little silent, uh, his little solo protest. The rest of the day were first going like hominus dominus, hominus dominus. And then after he got fried, they were like hominus, 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 hominus. 
They were, they were going, they were, they were like, oh, double time. Let's, let's get this, let's get this to it done. Anyway, so, uh, yeah. Well, the real interesting bit is that our allies can't make it into the dream because of reasons. All right. And they all intend to discover those reasons. Got to figure out what the hell is blocking our allies from getting to the dream. I don't know. Insomnia, maybe. Uh, I don't know. A little too much caffeine. Can't go to sleep. I don't it's know. It's an issue. It does happen, you know. Anything after 5 p.m. and I'm like posse turny, like, uh-oh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately what winds up happening is we figure out that Farak has been using flame wards. Oh, no. <laughs> MacGuffin. Farak is using MacGuffin to block our allies from getting <laughs> a flame ward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to prevent anyone from entering the dream. Uh, and in a desperate attempt to try and open the wards, Alex Straza says, oh, I got this. I'll take it. There's a little bit more to it. She does this whole thing. And eventually she, uh, I don't know, she jumps into action. And, well, this is what happens. She says, ow. That's what she says right there. Ow. <laughs> it seems your reign is finished. Alex Terraza. You once fought for an ideal for rock. Now, you merely seek power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you I love that line. are in my way. A Mirdrasil will never be yours. Your obsession will destroy you. Oh, this is your end, Alexstrasza. The Dragon Queen dies alone. I am not alone. Stands united against you. Look, you will all burn together! Defenders of the dream! Assemble. Do not let him escape. <laughs> Come on. You thought Alex Strauss was going to say that too, did you? I, I, I was too busy in the moment to think that. But anytime I've seen the clip since then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers! Assemble. <laughs> yeah, we had a little on your left moment right there. It was nice. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Barack <laughs> is all like, uh, the, the queen dies loaded. You didn't hear it because it was in her earpiece. But what, what she heard was on your left. <laughs> it was thrall. It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, the old Falcon, you know, it wasn't him. No, no, it was Thrall and Jada. It showed up and be like, Waha, throw an axe with a little bit of frosty goodness. So that's that's what happened. And it was it was fun. And then everyone showed up. Like, well, it was it was kind of cool. Even like the freaking centaurs showed up. They're like, ah, we're here too. Yeah. We just <laughs> met, but we came to help. <laughs> they have the pack with the green dragons. They do. They do. They're like, hey, you messing with the freaking dream and the green dragons like kind of their neighbors and yeah they brought us a casserole and everything they're super great so we're we're gonna hear we're, we're gonna come here and say go away go away frock we don't like you uh and little smoldy face you can leave too please okay get out of here yeah so yeah that's that's what it is oh so opinion on the cutscene and if you like it because i've noticed the community is a bit split on this one <laughs> they are it's true before we get into it, i i want to say there was a brief moment where i thought Farrakh was going to kill Alexstrasza. What? Because there's been, there there has been people like off and on during this expansion and stuff who've wondered if Alexstrasza was going to live through the expansion. Yeah, you were so one of them. So I had this moment. Well, I, I, I wondered that more for the sake of if they would do it for drama. Okay. But I didn't want it to be. Oh, well, yeah. You I would always be very, said you would, would be pissed. I would be very pissed. Like Alexstrasza. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, a very soft spot for Alexstrasza in my heart. Um, and you, Sarah. But there was a moment I'm like, oh my God, is this... Is this is this it? Like, is, is this where she's gonna die? No. 
and then all the good things happen. So um, the music swelled <laughs> and everything. <laughs> the, the music was mwah, added a lot to it. It's great. I so I am of the opinion that I am someone who tends to be easily amused and nostalgic and all that. A sucker for a good callback. Yeah. So I love the hell out of this scene. I was like, oh my God, it's you. It's you. It's you. Oh my God. Like, like just the thought of everyone coming together and working together in such like epic harmony. I was so excited. I, I think my jaw dropped a bit because I did not expect it all because I was still stuck on, oh my God, Alex Charles is going to die. Like, I was like, this is this, this is the moment. This is, it's, and, and, and then they all came in. I was like, oh my God. Like just for me, it was out of left field. I loved it. And the fact that it was so many of them and like I spent way too much time taking in every moment of this whole section of the quest line and afterwards, like it was just, I loved it. I loved it so much. What did you think? Uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, maybe not as much as you, uh, <laughs> but I definitely liked it. I, I was on the uh, pro cutscene side. I, I, I really, really dug this one. And honestly, I didn't think uh, Alex Strauser was going to be doing any dying that day. Uh, I don't know. She was in a real bit of rough shape. The whole freaking, you know, shadow flame. It kind of hurts. I get it. But, you know, that's what that that's that's not epic. Come on. That's just like, oh, that's just, just dramatic tension. Like, save that shit for midnight. OK, once midnight rolls around, you can start killing off characters yeah. left and right. Like it's a George R.R. Martin book. All right. <laughs> right. That's how you do it. Right. You set up freaking tension. You build up all the drama. And then the last Titan is going to roll around and we're going to have this triumphant freaking Ewok dance at the end. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> It'll be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be yub yubs all around. Yub yubs. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I was I, I, I don't know. I think I I think I kind of I wouldn't say called it as I was watching it, but I was like, you know, it's like you die alone. I was, I was probably thinking I was like, I bet she's going to be like, I'm not alone. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, she's not, she is not alone either. Like, hey, hey, she managed to uh, unblock the fire wards because I think how they unblocked the fire wards is someone looked around and said, what's that? And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's not a thing. And they disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) They disappeared in a puff of logic. (laughs) Well, see, and when she said, I'm not alone, the only thought I had was maybe the other dragons. Yeah. You know, like, and that was like, that's all I expected. So. Yeah, like it was very much an Avengers moment. And yes, like it was cheesy, but I just I loved every moment of it. And it was epic and awesome. And I was I was there for it. So um, so, Allie, would you like to know the reason I could never become vegan? Can't do it. Yes. Cheese. I can't do it. But I love cheese. Yeah, I love cheese. Yeah. Yep, yep. I love cheesiness. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great. So, I mean, just, just bring on the cheese. Like It's. Come on, like, of course we we've seen it before, but we all freaking loved it the first time. What are we gonna do? Is just be like, seen it? Might be all cynical assholes. No, it's cool as hell. Right? <laughs> I liked it. It was fun. All right, so where we leave off? All right, okay. So there's my my simple moment in the freaking notes. So anyway, the last bit of the storyline is the fact that Farad gets fed up with the slow progress of the uh, others have made. So he takes uh, my new legendary axe, and I do currently own it. Um, it's just you know, it's a little bit of a barrier. Like I don't know, they're, they're trying to we're trying to figure out what's happening with the um, you know shipping and handling or something like that. But anyway, it, he just hasn't sent it to me. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be mine soon. But anyway, he uses oh, he uses okay. my axe to uh, to break down the barrier because um, he really wants to get through. So now. Here's a fun little question before we get into our little clip here. Do you think things have would gone on very differently had Farak actually used the axe like uh, last time when, you know, when Mr. Like, hey, Dream Render could bust this freaking thing down real quick in a hurry. Do you think he just would have like gone into Winter Spring and Alex Straza and, and company would still be going like, what's a fire word? Let's try and block it, unblock it so my friends can come through. You think Farak would have just burnt down the tree? <laughs> Probably, and we wouldn't have gotten the epic moment where you get to fly around the air with Alexstrasza and attack all the dragons. Yeah, that was amazing. Where you just like fly into them, like what, like flying around with Alexstrasza doing that, like that felt really cool. I was very excited. We wouldn't have gotten that moment and all these other moments, and yeah, like Frock already would, would have been in there before we had all the help and before we were ready. And 
I don't know why he didn't use it before, because I feel like that'd be very logical for him to do and get in there. But, you know, Brock may not be the brightest crayon in the box, even though he's very fiery and bright. Yeah, I mean, we let Goldan out for whatever reason. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> we all do some dumb things. And uh, Frock, he uh, didn't use all the tools he had available to him and decided that he would use the axe to basically not use the axe. And then eventually he had to use it anyways. So maybe he just should have used it. I don't know. He made a lot of weird choices. A lot of weird choices. Like like the last time when he was like, like we were talking about, like, why the frick did this guy, this Joker over here, just convince him? No, don't kill the people. We have a plan. We're going to humiliate them. It's where you rub their faces in it. What? I don't know. That just seems, that seems silly. Well, you have to remember, this is Farrakh, who, before he sipped on the juice box, he was Mr. Derpy Derp, right? Like, he was the one that... <laughs> Ariticon would just say, Farrakh yeah. smash, oh. right? Okay, Frog Smash, go have your fun, little brother. Like, you know, it's, he was derpy derp, right? And then he was sipped on the juice box and then he, you know, became powerful. Yeah. And then his, in his own mind, more powerful than what he was ready to utilize properly. And so Mr. Derpy Derp turned powerful, decided just to make others do his work because he wanted to feel powerful, maybe? Instead of using the axe? I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed funny. But anyway... That's all hindsight. That's that's twenty. That's bad. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So Farak, he's just like, oh man, I gotta use the axe anyways. Pfft, jerks. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, here's uh, here's Farak using the axe. Yeah, that was it. He used the axe. He busts his way in, and then you. Hey, it's time to go kill <laughs> Farak. <laughs> yeah, and and this this really comes at no surprise. But once we figured out that um, Farak was voiced by Matt Mercer, oh yeah, it's just fun to just to, we obviously you can comment on how well he is doing in, with voicing this character and just making him seem so much cooler than he probably actually is. <laughs> well, in his own mind, he is really cool. He's, I think it's very fitting. Yeah, it, he's like he's like I am the coolest. I'm, well, I mean, I'm the hottest, I'm the hottest thing in town. There you go. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> that works. <laughs> we got there. Yeah, and he's just like, man, I am like, I am, I am so hot. I am steam looks cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a line from uh, Hercules. He was. Oh yeah. He was so hot. Steam looked cool. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, he's he's off doing his thing. He's gonna he's gonna do the thing in the in the raid, and we'll probably talk about that next episode. I mean, it's probably what we'll talk about next time. Probably. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the quest line after it. Yep. Yep. Because there's not a ton of story in the raid, but there's some. No. But there's some. Yeah. You could definitely fit a. You could definitely get. There'll be get, some things we talk about. Definitely get a lot of info, like a Dungeon Fable style, in there. Yeah. Yeah. You get it. Get it in there. All all good for Farakiness and stuff and with Nimue, I'm sure there's lots of fun stuff. Even though it's just like we never heard of her murmur again. Like what was that? That was it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's next episode. That's <laughs> 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 Allie's like, I'm not saying nope. Mm-mm, that's next episode. <laughs> Alright, well like I said, that listeners where we kinda end the quest. Yep. And uh, you pick up the quest to say, hey, can you go kill Farak and I'll give you like uh, one of them aspects thing. Be cool, really cool. You can like make a piece of crafted gear or something like that, or make it. I don't know. You get a good quest reward, basically. What I'm saying, <laughs> and I haven't done it yet. So, uh, so hopefully in two weeks I will have done it. <laughs> so hopefully, like I said, I've we'll done it. But let's uh, let's wrap this up with the whole cinematic at the end of the raid. All right, let's go on here. But before we go, what did you think about all our fun little cutscenes today? Because there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch of these. That we had to go through, and I, I chopped them up because there's actually like a whole lot more than that. There were, yeah, some of them. Some of them weren't super like story driven. Still fun to see. I, you know, I love the cinematics in this game, but these were, you know, the more story ones that weren't all mostly music or you know a few random bits of shouting, and that's it. So it was good. Really enjoyed it as always. And like I said, like the uh, defenders assemble stuff. I was not expecting that, and afterwards. And when it was all said and done and I got like control over myself again, <laughs> you can sure bet 
that I ran around to see who all was there to see if they had anything to say. You know, got really excited when I saw so-and-so over here and so-and-so over there. And you could see some of them like standing and talking with each other. And that was a lot of fun too, just to go around and be like, like see these names that we haven't seen in a while. And it just, it as a lore nerd, I really liked that moment in all the cheese. It was, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I was always, always, I will say I'm always happy to see Jaina whenever she shows up. It's like, oh, yeah. So how you doing? You're you're back. How you doing, Lord Admiral? Appreciate uh, you, uh, you know, taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, to come help us uh, pour schmucks out. Uh, Mr. Thrall. Seeing Jaina and Thrall again together was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look forward to uh, some of that in the War Within. Yeah, that'll be That'll be fun because Jane has been hearing the voices too. Did you know? Did you know? Jane has been hearing it too. Yeah. It's not just the Anduin and Thrall. Mm-mm. Jane has been yeah. talking to Jane too. All right. It's going to be good. So, uh, Emerald Dream storyline so far. What are you, what are you, what are you thinking? Hmm? Where is there, is it lacking anything? Because this is basically other than the stuff after the raid. That's it. We co- we've covered the entirety of the story. I do feel like it's lacking, but we've kind of already talked about that. Like, it's lacking a loon. It's. I, I still want some more meaty bits and explanations and to explore more of the dream and what it means to, you know, for a long time, it's just a copy of Azeroth. And now we find like it might be copies of other places and that kind of thing. And then there were hints of like, oh, somewhere hidden in the, you know, secret areas or is like powerful creatures or whatever that was. And like, there's been nothing about that yet. And so like, I, I just, I feel... Like, I've enjoyed what we've gotten. I loved it. The, the ambiance and music and everything has been awesome. And I've enjoyed it, but I do feel like it's lacking. And I have like a lore-shaped hole in my heart right now. <laughs> that needs to be filled. Filled. I don't know what that word was, but... Filled and filled, I guess. By more story and lore and exp- explanations of the dream and Elune and all of that. All right. Well, um, I'm kind of at the same place, and I think that's where they were leaving some room for in ten to five. Like that's 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 my I hope. hope. So that's my feeling. It's my assumptions is that there's a lot more to discuss. There's a lot more to learn about the dream. And yeah, we were busy dealing with Farak. Like I get it. That was the main thrust of this whole story. And it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's Farak o'clock. We'll deal with <laughs> the Luna clock later. Uh, so. Well, so that's that's where we so it does make sense. I think in um, 10 to 5 and even possibly 10 to 7, we're going to get some really interesting stuff leading us into the war within, leading us maybe more into the discussion of what's really going on with Azeroth, right? Because it's it's I don't know. It's good. Lots of interesting stuff to talk about. So I know I'm so excited. But anyway, like, is there anything from this questing? And then and obviously that you think they that they will continue like any, any storyline they're going to pick back up or keep going with. Cause I'm hoping for some more of that. I have you, Sarah explanation, you know, maybe something there like in the, the green dragonflight land. I do hope that gets utilized more. I do hope we get chances to really learn more about the Emerald dream. Obviously that's, a, that's a given that I want that. Um, I want to see more interactions between people. And I want to see more of how the Emerald Dream impacts Azeroth. Okay. All right. And I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. So is there any like story beats elements or thing that you that will actually kind of like that will follow from what you know at the end of the raid? Is there like maybe any, any threads or anything like that that you think could be easily picked up and, and continued on in 10, in 10 to 5? Other than obviously we know Gilneas, but any any Emerald Dream goodness. I mean, yes, there's a couple things, but one of the things might ruin the questing after, like the next part of the questing. So I feel like I want to not say that. Sure. And uh, a couple things actually from that. So I can't really say it. All right. Really. All right. Makes sense. (laughs) Well, I guess I want to pose that question to you because you haven't done that questing yet, right? I have not. I have not. So what story beats do you think might continue on? So, I mean, from the little bit I know, like, uh, yeah, well, Mirjusil's blooming. Pretty sure at some point, uh, Mirjusil is like, boop, 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 and it pops up in Azeroth, right? So, okay, Mirjusil is now in Azeroth, not on fire, yay. 
Um, that's literally all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I want more. I don't know. Like I think a big one that I would like to see is a continuation of the what it means to be a night elf kind of like right now in this moment. Like after all the crap that they went through, you know, getting to this point, you know. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. So some Tyrande and then maybe maybe some Malfurion. Like what's going on there? Like maybe the what's what's happening there? I'd like to see him come back. So Ysera can pop back over there and the, the, swip flop, you know, tra- training places or whatever. Why are you trying to take Ysera away from me again? I'm not taking her away. You know where she is. She's just like, she's like hey guys, <sighs> yeah, I'm an introvert. I guess I can go my, say hi. My social battery is drained. I'm going to go back yeah, to Yeah, I get it. I'm the same way. Right? Like I got to <sighs> take a nap. Right, I'm I'm gonna go take a nap. I'm I'm <laughs> I used to take a lot of naps back in my day, so I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> right. I slept She's a lot. She's ready for a good nap. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I was known as a I, I I suffer from narcolepsy, so sleepy time, everybody. <laughs> it's time to sleep. Like I spent years and years and years interacting with the world with my eyes closed all the time. Right. Right, people made a big deal back in Cataclysm when I opened my eyes finally because I was like, I was like, what? No, it's not a big deal. I was just finally like, I felt like I finally wasn't exhausted. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. Right? Yeah, it's just like that Stained song. It's been a while since I haven't been exhausted. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I'd, I'd really like to see more of the, the Night Elves and, yeah, you know, like maybe take the time to talk about like oh yeah we're gonna build a home here we're gonna make a we're gonna, it's gonna be awesome uh we're gonna make sure that um it can't burn you know scrub it <laughs> fireproof it we're gonna fireproof <laughs> yeah we're gonna make sure that uh, <laughs> sure that yeah, that can't happen again we're gonna put a sprinkler system everywhere <laughs> make sure there you go <laughs> make sure none of that's gonna happen no mm-mm, nope <laughs> not doing that again um but other than that like like just trying to think like all the little bits and bobs and pieces that they're, they're thinking about. I'm like, yeah, I, I just want more and not just the Emerald Dream stuff, but like the Green Dragon, like the Green Dragon flight specifically and what's going on with that. You know, how is Marithra yeah. faring as the new aspect, especially when the old aspect. I mean, this is kind of like the Pope retired kind of thing. Right. The Pope didn't die. Right. He's just like, hey, I'm stepping down. Yeah. You're the Pope now. So you can like go ask the old Pope like or the old aspect. Hey, how do I, how do I do this? And Ysera had to be like, look, um, daughter, shut up. You're an adult now. I'm trying to sleep. You can move out. You, you can move out of my house. You, you're, you're, <laughs> you're the lead now. Get out. I'm, I am. I'm going to go. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, I believe in you. I love you, daughter. You, you got this. Trust me. I believe in you. And everyone else believes in you, too. Look, they're, they're talking very fondly of you over there. They're like, take your time. We're through. We got this. You, you're great. You're, you're the best. Uh, and Ysera's like, yeah, you're the best. You're the best. Like, I can't even talk to you. I have, I have Ysera anymore. And it's got my freaking name in it. And it won't work. <laughs> what if it's a little insulting? Like, it's my namesake and I can't even use it. Yeah, this, uh. is, this isn't the eye of the aspect. Come on now. It's the eye of Ysera. What the shit, man? I think, they, I think they're going to need to rename it. <laughs> Nah, her legacy must live on, mm, even if it's mm, a name. Nope, nope. <laughs> We're gonna have to read it. It's gonna be confusing. Nope, gonna be confusing. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be like it's uh, fine. It's gonna be like a Lundris where they were like, Nah, Zinashari. We're gonna name it after. <laughs> We're gonna name it after Shara. Screw this Alun right. business. What's Alun done for us lately? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> that's a that's a deep cut when they changed the Night Elf capital from before the War of the Ancients to. Uh, it's true. To uh, yeah. Zenashari, name it after Ashara instead of Alun, because they worship her now. Sure. There you go. Uh, anything else you can think of before we start wrapping it up? No. I think I think we're good. No. All right. Well, if you think we're good, I think we're good. Well, that's an episode. Look at that. Look at that. That's an episode. Kinda. Almost. Because you got you got a, you got a job to do now, and I don't have a bumper. So put up, up, put up, up, bumper. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, hi. That's right. It's a time, it's a part of the show where we'd like to say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going, encouraged us to go weekly. We love them dearly. If you'd like to join their ranks and support this show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live, laugh, lore. 
And while we do thank all of our patrons and we're very appreciative of you, we do like to give our top patrons a special thank you. And that includes uh, Shalil, who actually, I'm saying that right, because she actually messaged me on uh, Discord to remind me how to say it. And now I remember, because what I used to do with the Dungeon Fables show notes back when I like used to read my patron names is I had it typed out like the way she phonetically typed it out for me. I had it in my show notes all the time, so I would say it right. <laughs> she also used to be a, uh, a patron of uh, Morel Gray, Morelita, Morelita Gray for a little bit too. I know. I remember the name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Chalil, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Nick Lubre, which is just fun to say. It is Lubre. fun to say. Craig Lemus, who is also also all wonderful. Marjo. And Ike, we have the best patrons, like with names that are really fun to say. It is. It feels good in the mouth. <laughs> it feels good in the mouth. <laughs> like Nedun. Like mud, yes, even like mud. <laughs> I don't know why, just mud. We just built a really cool R2D2. It's true. And a, a fardon, a two ends. <laughs> I don't know why that amuses me, but it does. Dungeon Master Burke. I always like saying Burke. <laughs> Burke. Burke. <laughs> we got Mike Smith, who is also wonderful. Hi, Mike. And Dracorus. Who's winning, winning court cases and kicking butt? Winning court cases and kicking butt. Well, that's awesome. Well, well, he does. Good job with all that. Fantastic. Uh, but yeah, thank you all, you patrons. You are all wonderful, and you're the best. So here you go. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. All right. So this week is a very special week, and we got a little sneak peek. Last episode. We're like, hey, we had a beautiful, wonderful uh, listener send us a story. And I said, sweet, because Allie already had a story picked out. So I got to use it. And awesome. So I just want to say a huge thank you to the (laughs) listener, Monkey from Valhalla. (laughs) That's how they signed the email. So that's how I read your name. Monkey from Valhalla. See, another great name. Best listeners. It it is. It's (laughs) Monkey from Valhalla. Like, it's like... (laughs) It's like a Viking, Viking monkey. monkey. It's a Viking monkey, yes. Oh, that's amazing. I want a Viking monkey. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> a picture like the little, like the, the like the blue paint on the, in the fur and everything. Oh, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and like the braids and the hair. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well, uh, here we go. And oh, by the way, I just think it's, it's awesome because this story is coming all the way from Melbourne. Which blows my mind that people listen to anything that we say. It's just still like blows my mind, but also people from all around the world listen. Like, so. Right. So, hi, Monkey from Valhalla. I appreciate you listening for all the way from Australia because that's, that's badass. Anyway, the actual story, the actual story is well, Jane Saner, I think that's how you said her name, uh, has lived in her home for over 26 years now. And in the past three years, she's been the proud owner of that home. Because, you see, the landlord that uh, she had been renting from for over 23 years uh, called her up one day and let her know that, hey, you get the house. Cheers. It just, yeah, you've been renting it long enough. Hey, guess what? Rent to own, I guess. There you go. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, the landlord that uh, left the house was John Perret. I'm going to go with Perret, Perret, whatever. Perret. Anyway, over his uh, long life. Uh, at the ripe old age of 86. Well, he had managed to amass a multi-million dollar fortune over the course of his life, like I said. Um, and at the end, he wanted all that wealth to actually do some good. Well, the largest donation that he made was to the Royal Melbourne Hospital's uh, nephrology department. I think I said that right. I don't know if I did. Uh, ne- I don't know. What is nephrology? I'm going to pause I don't the story. even know. <laughs> we're going to... We're gonna... You said that and I was like... Oh. That's, that's a big word. We're going we're gonna to Google this. What is this? Uh, <laughs> oh, that totally makes sense based on the story. Nephrology is a branch of medicine devoted to kidney function. So there you go. Oh. Which totally makes sense to the story because this is the same hospital where he received a kidney transplant over 30 years ago. So yeah, he'd been operating off a kidney transplant that he had for over 30 years. So he's like, you guys deserve the money because I got freaking 30 years out of you guys. So he left them a total of $19.6 million. Wow. 
Uh, so, uh, Perret died in September of 2020, and he was 86. And as for Jane, she is now retired and living living it up in her garden, thanks to Perret's kindness. Uh, and she said, I thank him still every day of my life. Just privately, I say, thanks, John. And that's what, that was just a amazing story that I, that I that thank you again monkey from Valhalla for sharing this because I just like that's freaking cool like, so good yeah especially like like me and my wife we don't have any kids so uh, if I manage to amass over 20 million dollars that sounds cool as hell I don't think I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something like that that'd be great right probably never gonna happen I'm gonna take over 20 million dollars but <laughs> I mean that would be amazing but you never know you never, you never know. know so there you go uh, I just think that's cool uh, that he did that uh, yeah I think it's fantastic. So there you go. And with that, I guess we can get out of here. Yeah. What would you do with $19.6 million? I don't know. I don't even know what to do. I wouldn't even know. Nah. Stop working, probably. That's step one. Yeah. Take care of my, my, my mom and travel. Have a damn good Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlaflorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>